Hey sis, welcome back to Black Woman Rising, a podcast about growing and leveling up with the life lessons I, and eventually some friends and fam, have learned in the hopes that you can avoid, commiserate, or rejoice in them with us. I'm your host, Olivia. Now let's get into it. Have you ever thought, wow, this is one of my best friends. I don't know how I would go on without this friend. Or, I hope this friend knows exactly how much they mean to me. Only to find out that person does not value your friendship at the same level that you do. Yep, it's happened to me. And hopefully it hasn't happened to you. But if it has, let's talk about it. So I have one friend in particular who I'm still currently friends with, but I thought this friend was a much closer friend than we actually are. But over time, I think I've realized (laughs) that I value the friendship much differently than the friend does. And that was kind of hard for me to come to terms with, especially since I have so many memories with this friend and so many things that we had done together. And it just seemed kind of out of the blue (laughs) that we weren't as close or that we aren't as close as I thought we were. But one of the very important life lessons that my mom taught me is you have to meet people where they are. So what did I do? I pulled back. Instead of investing so much of my time and energy into this friend and really any other friendships that I feel just aren't reciprocated, the level of trust, love, support, all of the things that go into those good friendships, if you listen to the episode on real friends, <laughs> take. And in order to preserve myself, I've pulled back from them and I've stopped putting in that time, effort, support, energy, because if I keep doing that and expecting them to become better friends or that one person to become a better friend, it's just not going to happen. And it's not going to happen because that's just either not who they are or they just don't see you, in this case me, the same way that I see them. And that's perfectly fine, but what's going to happen is I'm just not going to sacrifice myself for it. And here's why you shouldn't either. Because think of all of the time and energy you're putting into a friendship that is, I'll just say dead. (laughs) Let's just say the friendship is maybe not dead. I'll say that it's a stagnant friendship. You could be putting all of that energy into a relationship with a friend who you know is there for you. Somebody who has consistently shown up and shown out for you. Or you can put that energy into an intimate relationship if you have one. And if you don't have one, you can put some of that energy into finding an intimate relationship if that's what you're looking for. Or, third option, you could put that energy into yourself. You need to stop focusing so much on your relationships with other people when you don't know who you are yet. And if you do know who you are, maybe you need to focus on honing those strengths that you have 
Eh, we can talk about the weaknesses another day. But it's time for you to start picking yourself apart and figuring out what the best traits of you are. We'll figure out what the not great traits are in another episode. But what I want you to think about is how much energy you're putting out into the world and who's receiving that energy. Okay, back to this friend story. So every time I make plans with this friend, this person always just flops. No matter what the plans are, where they are, what time they are, it's almost inevitable that this person's going to flop. And it's come to be expected. And before I came to the realization that the friendship just isn't the same on both ends, I got really butthurt about it. I was not only butthurt about it, I was just negative about it. I was negative, I was confrontational, and I even confronted the friend at one point, letting them know that, you know, you're just not, you're not a good friend right now. <laughs> and that's, that's not okay. At least it wasn't okay with me. And to be honest, I don't even know if this friend has realized that I've pulled back from the relationship or that I've just not been investing nearly as much as I used to. And that's fine too. But hopefully they're not listening to this and the wrong friend might think, oh gosh, that's me. No, <laughs> if, you're, if you need to think, oh gosh, that's me, it's probably not you because I highly doubt that the friend that I'm talking about is going to listen to this and think that it's them because maybe they don't even have this self-awareness for that. Not to friend bash. <laughs> to get back to this, how do we determine what a good friendship is and which friendships we should be investing into. So the way I determine it, and it can be completely different from how you do it, is does this friend speak to me in the same way that I speak to them? And what I mean by that is am I affirming and confirming and supportive of that friend and that friend reciprocates all of those feelings and words and actions of support toward me. For example, I have this podcast and a few of my good, good friends, my best friends. I don't have a best friend. I have a few best friends. So my best friends have been more than supportive, not only with the podcast and being willing to come on the podcast, but actually listening to the podcast, giving me feedback, and even just sharing it or being completely supportive, even if it were a shit podcast. <laughs> and I appreciate that, and I appreciate them. And in return, I make sure that I follow them, I support them. One of my friends is thinking of, or was thinking of, doing a nail polish line anytime I saw anything relating to small businesses or selling or sales or entrepreneurship, I would try and send it her way if I thought that it was of value to her. I have another friend who has her own website now who does spiritual readings. 
I've done one with her. I hop into her clubhouse rooms when I can. I watch her lives when I can. I always like and comment when I can. And those are the kind of friends that you want to keep around. (laughs) Those are the friends you want to pour into because you're not pouring so much that you're empty. They're pouring into you equally, so it's kind of balancing out. Plus, you're just genuinely excited for them. You're just as excited for them as they are for you. Hey fam, this podcast was launched using Anchor. I actually heard about it on YouTube since it was recommended for podcast beginners. Here are the top features for me, the beginner. It's free to use, meaning there are no hidden fees. They'll distribute your podcast to other platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Overcast for you. It's an all-in-one service so you can record, edit, and post from your desktop or phone in addition to having guests from your desktop or phone. Plus, you can earn money with absolutely no minimum listenership. That means you can get started earning money with one listener. If you were ever thinking of starting a podcast, now's the time. Don't believe me? Check out the free Anchor app or head to anchor.fm to get started. Another thing I've also found myself doing in order to determine who those real true friends are is just taking the plunge and being vulnerable and letting them know just how I feel about them, about our friendship, and everything going on in life. And I found that the people that can analyze and listen and just understand where I'm coming from, sometimes even if the feelings aren't reciprocated, that they appreciate that and that they feel more open to being vulnerable too. It's really helpful and it's extremely challenging (laughs) at the same time. I'm not the type of person to be vulnerable with many people and the fact that I am kind of coming out of my shell a bit more to be vulnerable with people and to let them know how much I care about them. Non-family members, this is. I'm very vulnerable with my family. But with people who were complete strangers to me just a couple of years ago or maybe 10, 15 years ago, it's humbling in a sense because you're kind of bringing yourself down a few pegs and realizing that, you know, you could not, you could be that friend that just is the ain't shit friend. I'm sorry. I'm going to say it. I've been that friend. I've been the ain't shit friend. In some cases, I still kind of am the ain't shit friend and I'm really working on it. So if I'm the ain't shit friend to you, I'm sorry. Let's, let's reconcile after this, but it's humbling and it's, gratifying and it's also allowing you to step into being your authentic self more and I think the reason why a lot of us aren't vulnerable especially with people that we consider to be good friends or best friends with is because we're scared we're scared of rejection we're scared that 
these people either won't like us anymore or these people don't like us as much as we like them. And that's a scary feeling to have to experience and that's anxiety inducing. And I'm kind of tired of living my life in a constantly anxious state. I don't know if anybody else is, but I'm definitely sick of it. And I'm sick of caring what other people think of me at this stage in my life. I am who I am and I don't really care if you don't like who I am because I've been called to a purpose. Everyone has their own purpose, but I've been called to a purpose and I'm going to follow that regardless of what you or society or anybody else thinks of me. So in order to continue living my own personal truth and continue being authentic, it requires a level of vulnerability that not everyone is able to provide. And I get that, but I encourage you to be more vulnerable in order to figure out who those friends are that you need in your corner or that should be in your corner. Because sometimes we can have friends who we think aren't reciprocating the friendship the same way. But honestly, if you just have a conversation with them, it might change. They might realize that they weren't being the friend to you that you needed, or they might say something to you to where you realize you weren't being the friend that they needed. So it it kind of goes both ways. You can't be so high and mighty and put yourself on such a pedestal to where you think you're this great friend and everybody else is just kind of floating in the wind and not that great to you without being able to take the criticism back and understanding how you may not be being the best friend that that person needs at that time. So it's important to... Put yourself out there and be open to the idea and the criticism that you may not be the friend, the good friend that that person needs. And that's okay. If you both decide, or however many of you in the friend group decide, you want to keep doing this this thing called friendship and, and having a good relationship, I think you'll all work on it. But again, it comes from One, having perspective, understanding what your friends are bringing to the table with the friendship, what you, some self-inflection, are bringing to the friendship, and also being vulnerable and open to relaying those feelings of what it is that you value about the friendship, why you value these people, how much you love and care about these people. And honestly, being open to rejection or being open to the fact that those same feelings won't be reciprocated. Because at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter if they're reciprocated or not. You can look back at your life and say, I've done all that I can do and I've put myself out there and I have no regrets. Okay, and now last but not least, what happens when it's time to dissolve the friendship or what happens when it's time that you've decided you just don't want to be friends anymore. You can do one of two things. You can just completely pull back and just stop talking to that person. If it's organic that the friendship is kind of fizzling out, it probably won't be much of anything because the other person 
will most likely stop talking to you as well. You know, time will go on. Everything's rainbows and butterflies. If you weren't that close or both of you kind of knew that the friendship was fading. But if this person is a toxic friend and does not want to correct the toxic behaviors and you've now put healthy boundaries on your life and what you allow, you can just let that person know. And at that point, the onus is on them to either change their behavior with you. I won't say correct it because what may be toxic to you may not necessarily be incorrect behavior. It just may be something you're not willing to tolerate. So they may be willing to tweak their behavior with you so that you can continue to be friends or so that they can continue to be in their in your life, excuse me. But if they're not willing to do that, that's fine. There's a block button for a reason. There's a do not disturb button for a reason. And I use that. <laughs> I use that willy nilly. And I have no problems blocking people. I have no problems ignoring people. And I have no problems just letting people go that are no good for my life. Because if you really think about your life, if you've lived for at least a little bit now, you'll see that some people were in your life for specific seasons or specific reasons. And it's okay that they're not in your life forever. That's okay. That's normal. And I think that we should start to get a little bit more comfortable with not having people in your life for forever because it's not going to happen with everyone. And again, that's okay. When you're in your 20s, it may feel like everyone is your friend and everyone is going to be your friend forever. But as you start to phase out of those 20s, like I am, you start to realize it, it doesn't really matter. You you can keep them in your network. Maybe sometimes you'll catch up, but you don't have to be forever friends and you don't have to speak to these people every single day, especially if you're not fulfilling each other in any way, shape or form. So again, one, you could pull back completely if the friendship is fading organically or two, if you have boundaries that you feel this person is crossing that you have already made clear to them to be fair because you wouldn't be shit if you just started cutting somebody off after not telling them the boundaries that you have around your life or that you have around the way people treat you particularly if you've allowed them to treat you a certain way or to interact with you a certain way and you are looking to shift or make a change in your life so that you no longer allow that type of interaction because that is going to take some rethinking on their part and some reprogramming on how they interact with you so just be fair and let them come back and decide whether or not they're willing if you're willing as well to keep the friendship whether or not they're willing to adhere to those boundaries that you've put on your life and what you will and will not accept and if they're not, that's fine. That block button works, like I said. <laughs> Just feel free to live your life your way unapologetically and make sure you're filling it, you're filling the space with the people that really deserve and have earned to be around you and that love and respect you. Because ultimately, friendships 
stem from love, respect, and support. And make sure you're getting that from your friends. And if you're not, that's okay. Maybe they're not your friends. Maybe they're the friendships of convenience. And that's okay too. Just make sure you know those people that are really in your close-knit, tight-knit corner are the people that deserve to be there and the people that you're also pouring into. And with that, I hope that you have either learned something, been able to commiserate with me and my friend's story, maybe do some self-reflection, realizing that you, like me, are sometimes just a, a bad friend, And hopefully we can all correct our behavior or just do better, keep improving. But until then, I'm out. Peace, fam.